This episode is about what it was like to know that I would be a widow. In a sense, I was lucky. My husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma when he was 62. As it turned out, after treatment, he continued to be checked on a regular basis and he didn't die from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. However, initially, when he was 62, we sat down after his diagnosis and talked quite seriously about what our plans would be. One of the first things Jim did was to make me power of attorney and also healthcare uh, provider. So what that meant was, is that I would legally be able to make all the decisions for our family. Because Jim was both a CPA and an attorney, he felt that that was the best decision for our family. And of course, I agreed with that. Uh, He had handled all the finances for most of our uh, married life simply because he was a CPA and an attorney. I had other skill sets. His skill sets made it possible for us to divide out responsibilities. And so uh, during the 30-some years at that point of our marriage, he handled the finances. And as soon as he had been diagnosed and treatment uh, was getting ready to be started, he started working with me to make sure that I understood all the financial uh, responsibilities that went with uh, maintaining our home and our budget. I knew most of it, but there were still some things that I needed to know, especially about investments. The other thing that happened is that he wasn't as computer literate as I was. And I switched over from um, doing, uh, paying our bills by checks to putting everything online. That was something he wasn't as comfortable with, but I certainly was. And that gave me um, greater uh, contact flexibility with with, uh, what our finances were because I could check them at any time. Uh, so that was that was a change, and um, he didn't love that, but of course I did. And since I was now in charge of finances, that was uh, the way we did things from that time on. Interestingly, as he went through uh, his uh, chemo and radiation treatment, he was very uh, uh, capable, independent. He didn't seem to have a strong negative reaction to the chemo or the radiation. And so it didn't seem like his cancer diagnosis, even though originally it had been stage four, seemed to be much of uh, a change for us in our relationship, uh, other than me taking over the finances. Jim continued to work, I continued to work, and all seemed pretty good. However, about six months after his uh, treatment ended, with the chemo and the radiation, he seemed to have difficulty remembering things. And as part of our initial uh, orientation to the chemo radiation therapies, they talked a lot about chemo brain, and that's what we thought he had. However, we did go to a neurologist uh, at, at one point, and Jim was diagnosed with early onset dementia.
that was quite a shock to us. Uh, it never occurred to us that that would happen. It wasn't anything we were familiar with. However, we quickly did become familiar with it. And uh, we decided at one point uh, to return to our hometown, Fort Wayne, Indiana, knowing that Jim would have uh, become less comfortable with current uh, immediate uh, memory, but he would have his uh, long-term memory intact for quite a while as part of the progression of the uh, disease. We decided that uh, he would be more comfortable with things in the past. And so uh, in 2010, I resigned my teaching position uh, and sales and uh, marketing and returned to Fort Wayne, Indiana from Newark, Ohio. During the next four years, we had quite a nice time uh, as we reminisced about our past. We would daily go for drives to uh, visit the area where his old home had been, where my old home had been, where we were married, when we, where we were, went to high school. Uh, we saw many of our uh, old friends, people that he remembered from high school and college. Uh, we went to Notre Dame football game. Uh, we visited his brother in Virginia, his uncle in Virginia, my cousin in New Jersey. We had a lot of time to enjoy each other and Jim was comfortable in the past. Uh, at some point, I knew that there would be time coming up shortly that I would need to make a decision about placing him in a memory care unit. And eventually, in July of 2012, I placed Jim in a memory care unit in Fort Wayne. I visited him four to five times, sometimes seven times a week. Uh, we continued to see a tremendous decline over that those months. And Jim died in June of 13. Prior to that, uh, I decided that I needed to plan for my future and what it would be like not having Jim in my life, not being a caregiver for Jim. So I sat down and over a period of several months, I decided that the best plan for me would be to have something to look forward to every month for 12 months for what, after he died. So when Jim did die in June of 13, I had a plan in place. So my plan was once a month, I would go away for one week. What that meant would be is that while I had been grieving for Jim for many years, that I would be able to focus then on this new part of my life. And so in July of 2013, I spent a week in Chicago. 
when I returned from that week in Chicago, I began planning for my one-week trip in August, which was a cruise to Alaska. The following month in September, I returned to Chicago for another week. And so each month when I returned from a trip, I had the beginnings of a plan for the next month. And that's how I spent that first year going through the grieving process, but also focusing on the future. As it turned out, in the February of 2014, the week that I had planned for that, that month included traveling to the villages in Florida to stay with friends for two days, then two more days uh, visiting friends in West Palm Beach, and the last two days visiting friends in Naples, Florida. However, interestingly enough, after about six hours spending in the villages, I called the people in West Palm Beach and also in Naples, Florida, and told them I wouldn't be visiting them. I had decided that I should stay the full week in the villages because it had such an interesting attraction to me. It seemed like this would be a good place for me to live and so I rented in May for a full month of 2014. And in June, I returned to Fort Wayne and sold my condo. And in July, I moved to the Villages, Florida. So being a widow started actually six years prior when Jim was first diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I laid the groundwork knowing that, of course, someday we all will die, but it seemed like, because Jim was diagnosed with stage four, that it was possible that he would die sooner and rather than later. And again, as it turned out, he didn't die from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but he did die from what was considered early onset dementia, possibly Alzheimer's. Because this was spread out over a period of six to seven years, I believe that that grieving process for me was I don't want to say easy, but it was it was better in in my opinion than finding out that my husband had been in a terrible car accident and I didn't have any time to prepare for it. So for me, being able to prepare for being a widow was um, was something that I'm very grateful for, uh, and I was able to enjoy Jim at the various stages of his uh, life, including the end of his life. And I could see that he, as a caregiver, I could make sure that his end of his life was as much fun for him as it could be. It would be interesting, it would be challenging, and it would be painless. 
And that was very important to me to have that kind of control uh, as part of my preparation to be a widow.